Welcome to another inspirational teaching from Faith Family Church. For more information about our ministry, visit us on the web at myffc.tv. to have a party when I get up here. Y'all better be careful. How's everybody doing? Oh, we got a packed house today. I like it. Who came to hear these youth? Who don't know why they came, but they're here today? I'll tell you, some of y'all are in here and it's like that. It's because God's got a word for you. Some people, uh, they're like, oh, where's Pastor Mike? He ain't preaching today? No, we're going to hear word on how God has changed some of these young men and women's lives today. And every service that we've had like that, it affects the congregation. So I don't want you to, to put your guard up. Be like, oh, I thought Pastor Mike was preaching. I thought Eric was going to sing. Y'all don't want that. But uh, come in here expecting, all right? Come in here expecting, all right? We got young men and women whose lives have been changed. And uh, I'm a little, is that echoing? Yeah, it's a little echoing. But um, we have young men and women whose lives have been changed. And I want you to be ready to receive from it today. Can you do that? All right, so what we did, we, we had a, and thanks to you, I, I also, I did want to thank Pastor Mike and Don. I know they're not, they're not in here right now, but a big shout out to our, our senior pastors. It, this wouldn't be possible without their leading, um, and for them to lead, uh, lead us, to lead the flock, to shepherd the flock, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, they are, they are never off duty, all right? You can call them anytime, and, and, uh, and they're ready to go with a good word and some encouragement and some prayer. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to our executive pastor, Chris Dabinke, and his wonderful wife, Nicole, uh, worship leader who is able to uh, bring all the youth up here and incorporate it. And how, how do you like the new look? Man, they put some work in, right? They put some work in. It's good. All right, so I hope you all got your seatbelts on because we got some testimonies to go through. Uh, and we're going to go quick because I want to try to get them all in. All right? I want to get them all in. Um, what, what I want to do is I wanna, I'm going to open up just tell you what our camp was about a little bit, and we're going to show you a video just to give you an idea of, of kind of what goes on. I'm sorry, ahead of time, for what goes on. You're going to be like, that's my kid? Yeah, that's your kid. <laughs> now I know I only had one child. <laughs> the anxiety of having 16 individuals at a theme park. I think I have way more gray hair than I had when I left, just from that day. Um, so the, the youth service, the, the conference that we went to was themed around creation. And uh, I had an opportunity to speak. I had an opportunity, most importantly, to, to bond with these uh, beautiful and amazing young men and women of God. Um, we saw the Holy Spirit move. Some people received the Holy Spirit at the service. Some people rededicated their lives at the service. Some people gave their lives to Christ at the service. And if that's not worth it, man, I, I don't know what is. And it's because of you. If you don't remember, we did our pie auction. This wouldn't have been possible without you. So give yourselves a big round of applause. So the, yeah, that's us. So the, the text scripture for the conference was 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Jenny, what is it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she would know, though. She would know. It's, uh, therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new creation has come, and the old has gone. The new is here. I think a lot of us forget that. 
And I'll tell you, we're going to have some of our leaders come up here and, and speak today. We're actually going to have a leader open it up, a leader close it out. Um, but I received from it. I know Pastor Rachel received from it. Our leaders received from it. Um, and I want you to understand that, that you are a new creation. And I want you to be thinking about that. Uh, if you've given your heart to Christ, you are a new creation. Uh, somebody made an, an analogy. And if, uh, if you've ever totaled your car, hi, everybody online. I forgot to say hi. Um, if you've ever totaled your car, <clears throat> they'll, they, you know, total it, and then you get a new car. So if that have, has ever happened, how many of you will, will go back and try to use that old total car? Nobody. It was a little bit more in-depth than that, but, but we're, we're on a time frame here. So I want you to understand, if, if you've given your life to Christ, you're, you're not in that totaled vehicle anymore. You're going to go out and you're going to drive that new vehicle. You are a, a new creation in Christ. And that's what we wanted to try to, to get across to these young men and women. Stop identifying with your old self and start identifying with the new you, that new vehicle that is in Christ Jesus. Amen? So uh, we got a wonderful leader, Nick, in the back. Give a shout out to our leaders too, Nick. Stand up, stand up. Nick, Sean, Tia, Yuvi, Elijah. They're the only reason I came back with hair at all. Thank God for them. All right, so I have hair. I still have hair. All right, All right so we're going to show a video.
we're trying to find the next high Cause the high never lasts I'ma go another way All of the lights are chased and I fade Till it was right, the times they are changing Tell me what society's plan should define who I am Surely there's a higher way All of my best friends are sick Rowdy. No. I wanted you to get an idea. We bonded, all right? We, we made friendships and relationships that are going to last through an eternity. Um, at the conference, over 156 youth gave their life to Christ, and over 47 were filled with the Holy Spirit, and that's just what they knew. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to jump into the testimonies. We are on a tight time frame. So, the strongest little woman I have ever seen, Miss Angelica. There, there was no trick photography. She legit picked me up and carried me. Um, but she's been a camper for a long time. I wanted to open up service. I wanted her to give a testimony. And if she goes too long, I'm going to pull her out. 
Um, but I wanted her to open it up and at least have an idea of, of for some of the older campers, older, not oldest, but some of the older campers. Give it up for Yubi. Good morning, guys. I lost my voice, so I, I'm gonna try my best. But this was my first year as a leader, and I was expecting to have a different experience than a, as a camper. I had, I felt a lot of pressure and responsibility, and that's only because I just wanted to be the best that I could be for the youth. I wanted, if any of them, if not every of them, if they needed me, that I was dependable. So I was expecting a lot, to receive a lot. And I know I have such a little short time, so I'm gonna like try to just go through it. Um, on Tuesday night, they had an altar call, not for people that are called to ministry, but for people who have already accepted the call into ministry and maybe shied away from it a little bit. So I went down for that call and I had such a powerful prayer prayed over me by Pastor Chris and it filled me with the Holy Spirit in like a way that I've never felt before. I had this confidence, I had this anointing on me where it's like, God, I'm ready, let's go. There's nothing that's gonna win. Like me and you, we're a power couple, we're a team and we're gonna get through it. And um, so that was Tuesday night, I felt amazing. It was great and I was like, wow. You know, God, you're still ministering to me as a leader, you know, because I didn't, I didn't necessarily expect that. And um, it was awesome. And then on Wednesday night, when I was, pray I was doing praise and worship, and I... <laughs> Wednesday night, I was... Um, Worshiping, you know, I have my boyfriend next to me, my dog Elijah. I got, you know, Pastor Eric and Rachel, and um, I was feeling so, so, so overwhelmed. Like I wanted to fall on my knees. I wanted to, like, I just felt God like never before, truly never before. And trust me, I'm a worshiper. I'm not ashamed to cry. I'm not ashamed to scream. I can't sing, but I'm gonna sing until I have no breath. Like that is me. But I just wanted. It just felt so intimate, and I wanted to experience this by myself, so I just walked to the back, like all the way to the back. There's like 10 rows in front of me, and I just worshiped, and I gave it to God, and I said, God, use me, because I felt like that's what he was preparing me. I thought maybe I'm going to pray over a couple kids. I just kept feeling this, and I'm like, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I kept saying that over and over. It's like, I want to live out what I know you have for me, and... I'm worshiping and worshiping, and Pastor Danny Rick Groves gets on the mic, and he was like, this isn't for everybody, and I'm going to be very specific. There's someone in here that has been struggling with night terrors, and I lift my head up, and I see Elijah turn around so fast, and he's looking for me because, you know, my mom and sister, they may remember, they may not, but as a little kid, I would beg them beg them to sleep in their bed because I was terrified of what I seen at night. My boyfriend, I'd call him every night in the middle of the night because I was scared of what I was dealing with and I was so embarrassed and so ashamed because I'm this woman of God and I'm so anointed, I'm so this, but I'm dealing with this little puny thing that's attacking me in my dreams. And it was so specific. He's like, I'm not talking about nightmares. I'm talking about you waking up and you're panicking. You can't breathe. And he's 
it's just, it's amazing. I'm gonna keep going back to Elijah because he's been there because I've called him freaking out. And, you know, as I'm raising my hand saying, God, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Like, use me, I'm ready to do what you called me to do. It's like God said, I think you are ready, but I'm gonna release you from one quick thing really quick. The, it was just so specific and it was insane. And I'm like, bro, how does he know? Like, how does he know? <laughs> like, that was so, it was so weird. I was like, I've never even told anybody. It's embarrassing on my end. I felt it was embarrassing. It's like I'm a little kid, but I'm 19. And, <laughs> and it's just, it was so amazing. I, on Wednesday night, every night, I kid you not, I've woken up every night at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning with fear and anxiety. Wednesday night, I slept a full eight hours. I can't remember when that's, I, that's so weird to me. That's never happened. And I just want to say one quick thing and then I'm done. I don't know if I'd be the woman I am today without my leaders, without my pastors. And I just want to say thank you to Nick. You've been there since I was 11 years old. You've always ministered to me and been there for me when I needed you. <laughs> Pastor Eric and Rachel, you guys are the most beautiful people I've ever met. You love like Jesus and God's plan is always God's plan and I know we would always be fighting for me, but I don't know if I had anybody else in my corner if I'd be pursuing it at 18 years old, you know? Ever since I met you guys, you guys put me out there and you guys seen something in me that I was struggling to see myself and I feel so blessed and honored to have you both in my life. All of you guys, thank you. What a good word. God is good. God is so good. Um, a lot of people were set free, and, and we're going uh, to go bring up Yadiel. Bring up Yadiel. I know. That's crazy. It's an inside joke. So. Oh, crazy. There you go. All right. I lost my voice too, but first of all, I want to thank every and each single person for allowing the youth to go to conference. So, give yourself a round of applause. If it weren't for you guys, this change that happened at conference wouldn't have happened, and that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this conference changed me in a way that no service has ever done before. So I was insecure for a huge part of my life, and the biggest thing at conference that would change my life forever was don't compare yourself to anyone. There's this verse in the Bible, 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And, and why would I care what anyone else thinks of me? because I have to be the best me that I can be for me, not for anyone else. I have to, yeah, that's what I said, okay. <laughs> because, because everyone else is already taken, and I left conference better than when I went, and I am a new creation. Woo. Okay, Z. I'll tell you, for this young man to get up and, and to, to share, if you don't mind me sharing, we also prayed for, for boldness. 
for timidity to be cast away as far as the east is from the west to give us the, the courage to come up here and share because this ain't easy. Yeah. I like to talk and it ain't easy. So give it up for Yachty. I'm going to bring one of the happiest people I know. Ashley, come on up here. Ashley's bringing her friend for moral support. Ashley and Mary. And Sophie. And Sophie. So, hi. My name is Ashley. I'm sorry. I sound like I'm very shy. Speaking to the public. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so this conference has affected me a lot in many ways. Um, before I came, I like I went to the conference the year before, and it didn't affect me as much as it did now. Um, I walked as a brand new person out of the conference. There is one message that really did affect me a lot. <laughs> certain that I thought it did affect me a lot. The, um, he said that, don't, oh, don't. There's a person in this room that's holding their grudge from a long time and it was their fault. And I have dealt with a grudge for 10 years. That had separated my family for so long and I always blamed it on myself. <laughs> and. I've never felt such freedom and relief hearing that it wasn't my fault. <laughs> and it always affected me as a person, as a young girl, because I've always enclosed myself to, my, to other people. I never let anyone get close to me emotionally. And this is the first time I'm actually getting, giving out emotions in public. So. a new person, I feel so much relief, really, I really do. And I'm so grateful that I have joined the youth group because I was never such a religious person. And I'm so glad I opened my heart up to God and Jesus. And I'm so grateful for Pastor Eric and Pastor Rachel for really accepting me in the youth as a person as I am. I'm very grateful for everything. I'm grateful for Nick and the leaders. <laughs> And I'm very grateful for Genesis because she really did introduce me to this youth group in the church. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Mary Vanderhoff. Before I went to camp, I had a lot of anxiety about like not being good enough in God's eyes because I didn't know much about the Bible and I just had a lot of constant shortcomings on my life. And I was also really insecure about my body image and my face and just comparing myself to literally anybody. And there was a message, it was the first night, his name was Pastor Blake and it was called Stinkin' Thinkin'. 
and he gave me ways of like how we tear ourselves down and I just catch myself sometimes looking in the mirror and just tearing every part of my body down and there was a powerful scripture that was and it was Romans 12 2 and it said do not conform to the power pattern of this world but you be transformed by the renewing of your mind and then you'll be able to test and approve what God says in his perfect pleasing will and this meant so much to me because it was that I was not made on accident and that I was chosen by God Amen. Who knows? Thank you, ladies, so much. Who knows the enemy's a liar? Amen. <clears throat> there was a good point in the message that, that he, he was telling people, if the enemy's telling you something, you should know the opposite is true. If the enemy's telling you you're not good enough, you know you are good enough. If the enemy's telling you that you're not beautiful, you are created by God Almighty, and you are beautiful in his eyes. Amen. Great job, ladies. Great job. One of y'all, come on up. The Power Twins. Come on. Power Twins. They kept telling me at conference I looked just like them. I just want to um, start by saying thank you for you guys putting your work, money. I want to thank the youth leaders for being there. I want to thank the pastors for making this trip happen. Because without them, I wouldn't be able to get this experience I got. The, my expectations for this trip was it to be boring, to make new friends, for the pastors just to give the same messages each time, and just to be given life advice. And maybe get me a boyfriend, but I didn't get that. <laughs> um, before this trip, I had strong hate for people in the past. I did not know my purpose, and I did not know what God had planned for me. Sorry, I'm shaking. I'm really scared. You're doing great. On the second day in the evening, Daniel Groves gave a message about his purpose. And I related something about that because... When I was four years old, me, my sister, and I were involved with the Haiti 2010 earthquake. I still remember everything that happened. I remember the yelling, the shaking. I know the colors of the wall. I know how the fort looked, and I witnessed the craziest death as a young child. And I also remember the fear I had when it was happening. And then after, I just went, I don't know if I knocked out or just went black. But then I woke up and saw one of my uncles um, um, picking me up and I knew I survived. So that story will always stick with me because it just knows that God wasn't finished with me and still has a purpose for me. Amen. God has some, I know God has something for me. He has something to like use for me and stuff. And Daniel Gross, his one of his stories were like, he was close for his like mom, like aborting him and he didn't because the thing is, as a very young child, he said that the devil was so close to getting him, but he knew, but the devil knew that his future was about to be so great. That's why he got him at a young age. And I can say that for myself, because I know God has something beautiful for me that's about to happen. And on the second day, we had a pastor, Pastor Chris, and he's a very straightforward pastor. He didn't, he didn't, he had no filter at all. He was explaining the differences between a student and a scavenger. A scavenger was someone who was desperate to collect words from any source they could find. 
And a student is someone who is able to remember and apply scripture when it's necessary. I'm gonna admit, in the beginning, I was a scavenger because I always wanted to be fresh and smart towards people. But now, at the end of that session, I walked out and said to myself that I will become a student and learn God's word and, and, ha and just study his word because I know it'd be important myself to have that strong connection with God. Amen. The thing I want to leave with you guys, well, I still have more, but the thing I want to leave with you guys is that Pastor Chris said, well, when I was like, you know, depressed and stuff, I always said, God, give me a word. Just yell it out to me. But the thing is, why would I yell out a word when there's a book that I could read and find something there? And the thing is, I don't like reading, but the thing is, I just need to learn how to study it, because it's not about reading, it's about studying it. And um, sorry, I forgot what I was about to say. Um, and all I could like, really like, put with you guys is that we were going to Publix, and the Publix in Orlando is way better than the Publix here. Oh my God. And then, sorry, a booger came out my nose. And then so, um, there was a, I have long nails, right? And then so, I dropped a penny on the ground, and I was struggling to pick it up, and I got up and I said, God, Holy Spirit, come to me now and let me pick up this penny. Zero point seconds later, well, 0 0.5 seconds later, I pick up the penny and I was holding it right in my hand and I was like, God is good. <laughs> and then the thing is, I know without Jesus Christ right now, I would not be able to pick up that penny. And I just want to be, I'm just so thankful that I was able to pick up that penny because I was able to like, no, I didn't do anything with the penny, but I'll give it to like, in tidings. Yeah. But thank you for listening to my testimony. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Meilene. Um, good morning to everyone. I want to give a big thank you for everyone in the congregation, the pastors and the leaders for this great experience. I, um, I have realized that to receive the truth of God, you have to be true to him. And we all know that we all have the love of God, but we have, but if we want work, we need to come to the Father broken first. And at this conference, I did just that. The first two days, I was lying to myself and telling people I was, I was okay and I really wasn't. I kept thinking about home and the relationship I was in, and I knew if I wanted to continue to follow God, I was gonna have to make moves that were very difficult to me. And, um, <laughs> and I overcame those feelings by giving it to God. I realized that I have a purpose and that I'm a daughter of a king who said he has a plan for me, and God and, God and all my leaders and my pastors helped me realize that, and the pastors who gave the message. One of the pastors shared about the scavenger and the student and how scavengers um, collect words and don't put it to action, but students study the word and put it into action. I can proudly say that I was a scavenger and moving on to be a student. Another, th another pastor said that I have a purpose, which I believe because at age four, I was in the 2010 Haiti earthquake and my whole right foot was damaged and I was covered in dirt and I wasn't found till the next day. My mom was sure I was alive because she, has, because she had trust in the Lord. And I was found, and I came back to Florida and went to the hospital. God has a purpose for me, because a long time ago, before I came to this conference, I used to say that I was so shy. And I realized that God doesn't give us a shy spirit. He gives a spirit of love, a spirit of strength, and a spirit of his power. So, I'm oh, sorry, I lost my power. Okay, God has a, has a purpose for me. And just like everyone else, I'm a chosen one. 
and I'm gonna start walking like a chosen one because I am a chosen one. Amen. Good word. We're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna do a couple more because I, I really believe that you guys need to hear it. You ready for some more? Xavier. Hey, this man could play the piano. I was gonna have him break it down, but we don't have much time. All right, Xavier. Oh, he's breaking out the phone. First of all, I want to say what's up, guys. And uh, thank you to everybody who came to the PA auction and was, uh, came and allowed us to go to camp. Um, this was my first time going to um, the East Coast, East Coast Youth Conference, and it was honestly one of the best days of my life, or the best week. Um, so I just want to start off. Um, so it started. We got to the hotel, and we were all having fun on the ride there. Uh, yeah, we got to the conference the, that night, and everybody just made us feel really welcome, and uh, I felt like I was a part of their family, kind of like this church here. Whenever I came three years ago, they just welcomed me, and it was honestly amazing. Uh, so we were also excited and grateful that we were given another chance to go to the youth conference, especially me, because... I didn't know how to, I didn't know what to expect. It was my first time going to the ECYC church conference and it honestly was the best week of my life. Uh, when we were there listening, I remember this specific thing that the pastor was saying. He asked us a question and the question was, will you keep following? Now, I didn't know what that meant until he kept going uh, and preaching his message. Um, now, I felt like my answer should have instantly been yes but I didn't have a straightaway answer. I needed time to think about it, even though I knew what the right answer was. And as he keeps talking, he says these three quotes. Faith to follow through our fear, faithfulness to follow through our, our frustrations, and forgiveness to follow through our failures. In that moment, after he said those words, he asked those who felt like they needed that to stand. I instantly stood up because I know that I'm not perfect, nobody is, and that no one is, <laughs> no one is, but I have always had a fear or shyness to talk to people about God and <sighs> because I didn't know whether I was doing it right. And I didn't realize that there was no right or wrong way to love and worship God until I stood up. Once I stood up, he prayed a prayer that would give those who stood the confidence to speak those, to break those chains that were holding us back and to have faith and break, and to break through our frustrations. I can't even see. And to forgive ourselves and others and move past our failures because God forgives all and he knows we aren't perfect, but he wants us to break through those chains and to stop carrying the weight that we weren't meant to carry in the first place. That night, I felt something leave me. Like, I was shaking, I was more confident. And from everything that was holding me back, from everything that I wanted to accomplish, whether it was football or being more confident in myself to sing in front of people or talk and tell more about, uh, more, more people about God, because He is good. 
That night, I was saved and chose to follow the path that he has for me and not to take any shortcuts. Because if God wanted us to take a shortcut, then he would have blocked the road in front of us and gave us a whole easier path. But God didn't choose for us to take the easier path. He gave us the choice and the blessing to take the path that he has for us in front of us. And we all know that it's not easy to walk the path of God, but it truly is the best and the path of God will change all of us for the better. Amen. And no matter whether you choose the easier way, there's always a way out. And there's always a new door that's going to take you to the path that he had for you in the beginning. Uh, so to answer the question, yes, I will keep following. Amen. All right, guys, I would love to keep going, but unfortunately, we're running out of time, all right? We're running out of time. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we do have some more testimonies to share. We have some of our leaders, uh, Elijah, Nick, Tia. Uh, we have some more youth that want to share a testimony, Peter. So what we're going to do is we're going to put it on Facebook. Yeah, and Ava, we're going to put it on Facebook um, and Instagram, and we're going to do that because we want to honor your time, um, and we also want to make sure that uh, Grace Presbyterian has the opportunity to do their service properly. So I'm going to leave you with this. I want you guys to think about. Let me just say real quick, thank okay. you so much to the parents <laughs> for getting them there. They had to pick them up at like midnight, and um, I'm so proud of these kids. A lot of times in the past, it takes like a couple days. Like they get there and they have, you know, they're closed off. And, but from the second we walked in there, I mean, they were rushing towards the stage. They were ready to receive everything that God had for them. They didn't waste one moment. And I'm just so proud of them. She said proud of them. I don't know if you could hear that or not. So what we're going to do um, in a second, I'm going to give you an opportunity if you have it. All right. We're going to do the drawing. I know everybody's excited about the hundred bucks. I know. I know. Um, I want you to understand these young men and women, uh, they face drama in school, gossip, addiction issues, poor health now because of how society and, and the world has, has influenced every part of media, um, impurity is running rampant, comparison, everything that these young men and women are involved with is comparison with social media. They have to, they're compared to one another, they're compared to their self, every picture has a filter. And what we always encourage them uh, to remember is that the Instagram life, the Facebook life, the tick, that, that's not real life. That's not real life. The real life is a relationship they have with their Heavenly Father and when God looks at them, they see their son, sees His Son Jesus. So whether you're listening online, whether you're here today, I don't know your heart, but I want to give you an opportunity to do exactly what these young men and women did at the conference and to give your heart to Christ or maybe rededicate your, your heart to Christ. So since this is a decision between you and God, I'd like everybody bow your heads and close your eyes. This is out of respect for everybody around you. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we thank you for the opportunity today to give our hearts to you, Father. I don't know every heart of, of every man and woman in this room and, and everybody listening online, but if you've never made the decision to give your heart to Christ, but one of these testimonies today, one of the breakthroughs that these young men and women had, it encouraged you, enlightened you, and made you and, and encouraged you to give your heart to Christ, to start a relationship with God, with every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm not going to call you up, but I, I would like you to raise your hand so I know who I'm praying for. 
So if you want to do that today, and you've never done it before, I'd like you to raise your hand. That's awesome. That's awesome. If in your heart, if you've rededicated, if you want to rededicate your life to Christ today, if you say, look, I want a starting point. I want Youth Testimony Day to be my, my new starting point. If you want to rededicate your life to Christ today, would you be able to raise your hand for me? I see your hand. 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 That's awesome. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, we're going to go ahead and say this together as a family. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be in a relationship with you. Thank you for showing me what true love is. I believe in my heart and I confess in my mouth, you are my Lord and my Savior. In your beloved name, I pray all God's children said, you. All right, all right. This is the end of this teaching. We hope you enjoyed it. To stay connected with our ministry, visit us on the web at myffc.tv or like us on Facebook.